Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Henry. It's a nice good night in the Bay Area, so I'm doing fine. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah, it is February, but it's not super cold, is it? It isn't. That's yeah. shocking. It's comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess arguably it's always pretty comfortable no matter the date in the Bay Area, but uh, it can get a little chilly around these parts in February. Mm-hmm. But tonight, yeah, a little on the warm side. And maybe it's because today is Sunday, February 16th, 2020 specifically, and that makes it Valentine's Weekend. Happy Valentine's weekend, and um, maybe that warmth is the warmth in our hearts, perhaps, right? Our love for comics. There you go. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And appropriately, today's episode is titled The Nerd Dating Guide, and uh, we're going to get into it right here. And... um, the idea for this episode was actually from you, Perfurio, so I would love for you to take over uh, right about now. What do you got for us? Okay, so yeah, the idea came to me because uh, I think it was either one of our last few episodes, I told you I was seeing someone, mm-hmm. some guy, and um, I mean, okay, let me just give a little background info. I'm I queer so I see it like guys mm-hmm. so I was seeing this other guy and um he it w- he was cool he was fun to talk with but the one big problem was he did not know anything nerdy like anything into he was not into pop culture whatsoever and you know for me to for us to have like you know a nerdy comic podcast I have to talk pop culture right right and so um yeah i mean we're no longer i'm no longer seeing him that that i mean it wasn't because i wasn't it it, w- it wasn't because i was the deal breaker but let, let's just say like i'm no longer seeing this person but okay here's the first like question i would have to ask you yeah if they're not into pop culture how would you make that relationship work can you try like it was hard for me (laughs) that's what it sounds like uh yeah and that is a great question and um yeah we're gonna get into it you actually have uh quite a long list of questions in this vein Uh Uh, but before we dive in why don't we just give a little disclaimer this is the nerd dating guide but uh this isn't uh some sort of Bible on the subject. We are just two individuals who are going to state our opinion on these matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, just opinions from these two guys. The right? best advice we could give. That's right. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, not going to be shared by everyone. You know, these opinions won't be shared by everyone. You know, notably, there are no females in the room presently so uh take it all with a grain of salt and uh, i thought it might be good to 
to have us sort of let people know like how we identify, that might be a good point of reference too. Mm-hmm. So myself, I am a Gen Xer. I am Asian. I am a straight male. Uh, so that's where I'm coming from. And uh, you mentioned you are queer, mm-hmm. Porfirio. Anything else you want to let folks know about yourself? Um, millennial, mm-hmm. um, single at the moment, and identify as Mexican-American. There you go. Ah, I liked how you mentioned you're single um, because that's notable too. Um a single person's view on these things can differ greatly from someone like me yeah. who is married with children, um, married for quite some time also, yeah. <laughs> notably. So, um, you know, I think uh, we're going to try to make this sort of a, a general conversation and we're not going to focus too much on like the specifics of like who we are, um, but, you know, who we are. You know, of course, is going <laughs> to factor into our opinions here, yeah. right? Okay, so that's a great uh, start, and I'm um, thank you for introing your very personal, uh, you know, aspect to to this episode. Um, yeah, and it's important though because that's where the idea idea came from, right? Uh, so yeah, let's get it started. What was the first question again? So the first question is, if they're not into pop culture. Can that relationship, can you make that relationship work? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great question to start it off with, right? Because Uh that is kind of the ultimate question. Can a nerd date a (laughs) non-nerd? Can it work, right? Uh And, uh, you know, of course it can work, right? I mean, you know, there's proof. There are a lot of relationships out there that are strong, long-standing and yeah situations where it's a nerd and a non-nerd right um oh you know one more disclaimer before we continue on with the questions um when we say nerd i mean that can mean a lot of different things i think specifically what we're talking about here is um geek fandom yeah right we're not talking about like academic excellence or social awkwardness so much right i think we're kind of specifically talking about geek fandom Mm -hmm. right so let's just uh state that right now um but yeah once again i think totally it i think it totally can work a a non-nerd can totally date a nerd in fact it can sometimes be beneficial to a relationship i would think you know opposites attract or you know complementary interest that sort of thing totally what do you think Oh my gosh, like I said, it was hard. Like, I was like telling him like about all the stuff I was interested in. Um, like telling him like, oh yeah, I like these movies. I like these shows. And, you know, like I was getting like a sense of what kind of person he was like. And I was like, oh, then you should, you would like this. You should check this out. Like he was totally for like um, seeing like, people of color in pop culture Mm -hmm. so i would tell him like oh then you should like check out like luke cage watch that show on netflix Mm -hmm. yeah um or black panther or something like that yeah um but it was just it was so hard to be able to 
for me to strike up a conversation that I enjoyed. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, you say it, it worked, but for me, I'm just saying it It was hard. <laughs> it was just like, uh, it was so hard to like reference. At the time, also like Star Wars was about to come out. So yeah. he couldn't understand how excited I was because he's never mm-hmm. seen Star Wars or anything. So it was just like, oh, God, how do you, it's so hard to like. <laughs> get someone excited for something when they're just not into it or they have no knowledge about it. Yeah, that sounds tough. So you're saying he had never seen a Star Wars movie, period? Yeah, he was like, yeah, no Star Wars movies. Wow. And you're talking about just no fandom across the board. Yeah, from the conversations we had, not really. Wow. So what about... A subject that we often bring up, Marvel Studios, the MCU. Had he seen any MCU movies? I'm trying to think. I I don't think so. Yeah, wow. I really, I really don't think so. I try. I remember like explain the plot to Civil War to him. I was like, Yeah, you would like this one because it talks about like, like, uh, power, like, um, obstruction of power and, um limitations on that kind of power right there's a, the social commentary yeah, aspect exactly. to it he right was, he was more into that into yeah like social justice that kind of stuff yeah and he was like oh then we should watch it i'm like oh hold hold on a sec <laughs> like you need to like w- like you can't just jump in and watch civil war like you need to like watch exactly <laughs> like a, a question for another later on in, in the list but um yeah, like I said, he seemed interested, but at the same time, like I said, it was hard for me to have these conversations of, like, share that excitement with him. Yeah. So your answer sounds like maybe a no. Maybe. If they're willing to, like, be like, okay, let's sit down and watch from the beginning. Let's watch um, Iron Man or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, at least he shows some interest, you know? So maybe it depends on the person, yeah. right? And I think with all these questions, it really is dependent on specific situations, on specific individuals. But, you know, I think we should, I think, kind of paint this with with broad strokes a bit, you know. Generally speaking, I think it can work. That's just me. Um, I don't think I've had a situation where I've, I've dated someone who is like completely void of fandom, period. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, that, that my experience is different. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's understandable that you have the answer that you do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I th- maybe we should keep keep, uh, keep moving here. What do you got next? Okay. This ne- question number two. Um, what's the best advice you could give to someone who's going to take their partner to their first Comic-Con? Uh, comic conventions. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, you know how in the last question I said, well, I have an opinion, but I don't really have much experience, you know, talking to it. This one I have a lot of experience talking <laughs> to it because, um, yes, I have been to a lot of comic conventions in my day and yes i have brought my wife to many many of them you know and um 
I would say without a doubt, again, this is just me, this is one man's opinion, but what has worked for us is not being together the whole time, you know? For example, the first time I brought my wife to San Diego Comic-Con, we did have this, you know, this thing, this desire to sort of stay together the whole time. Like, it was new to her, so she kind of needed me to guide her through stuff. And I was kind of excited, like, oh, let me share this with you, right? How many how many times have you already been to Comic-Con beforehand? Uh, so, um, San Diego Comic-Con specifically? Yeah. Actually, it was just twice yeah i'd been twice so my third time there was with With her her. yeah yeah and um actually let me think back oh i you know let me revise that i had been just once before my second time was with her okay yeah uh so yeah maybe part of it was my own sort of novice level (laughs) con going (laughs) but yeah we stuck together a lot that year and it was a little rough and the following year yeah that's why i had this third year in my mind the third year i went we decided to kind of just do our own thing Mm -hmm. and then we would like meet up for dinner at the end of the day that was pretty magical i have to say like we got to do what we wanted we didn't have to drag each other to certain panels you know Um, we just did what we wanted individually you know sometimes we would go to the same panel and and do shared experiences. But for the most part, we were just doing our individual things. And at the end of the day, we were so excited about what we experienced and we just told each other mm-hmm. and gave each other these great stories of what we did. And we did this day after day, you know, and it was really great. So that's kind of how we've done it since. And uh-huh. it really works, I think. So that's my best advice. How about you? I think for me, I've I've never actually had like a date to Comic Con. I mean, because I've only gone ever with Christian or you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I mean, if I'm taking someone to the first Comic Con experience, I think I would keep an eye on them. <laughs> like, I don't know. Think about like. I don't know if I would do like couple costuming cosplay on our if that's their first experience because yeah I don't think I would, but I feel like I would drag them to everything I'd be interested into like all the panels and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but if there's something that like interest that interested them, then I would try to like you know compromise and be like okay well. Let's do your thing here. Let's do my thing here. But I think, yeah, I think I would still watch over them the whole time and yeah, just be like, yeah. okay, this can be overwhelming. So let's, let's, let me hold your hand yeah, yeah. and guide you through all this magical yeah. land. That uh, makes sense. And in fact, you know, I'm saying like, oh, just do your own thing. I think what I did that first year with my wife was probably still the right thing to do, even though the experience wasn't as great as like the later years. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that first time, you don't want to just leave them alone, right? Like, yeah. I just do your thing, you know. Um, so what you're saying does make a lot of sense. And another thing that popped in my mind was, 
it can kind of depend on like this fandom level. Right? Yeah, my definitely. wife is somewhat of a pop culture geek in her in her own right, you know. So yeah, after that first year, you know, she got the lay of the land. Then she's off and running. She's got her own shows she's into. She's got her own stuff she's interested in checking out. And uh, we were much better off going our separate separate ways and then reconvening later. Now, for someone who is like a super novice to fandom, maybe something like that you might not you might not want to do for some time, if ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe you do have to. Uh, stay together a lot and again like we're saying earlier it can be uh, different for different folks right Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what if like like i said they're not into like any of this fandom stuff and you want to get them into it like let's say star wars for example how how do you show them what's the best order you would say to watch star wars Mm -hmm. like like for me, when I told told them about Star Wars and I wanted to get him into it, I was like, I really honestly wanted to show him Rogue One first because I feel like you could understand Rogue One without like watching the other Star Wars movies, but you won't have the same like excitement from it without yeah. watching the other ones because we'll look those like Easter eggs like with Darth yeah. Vader and yeah. um, Princess Leia in it. So yeah. What would you say is the best view in order for Star Wars if you want to get someone into that? That's a big question. That that's a that's a question like that's not specific to like you know who you're dating or or whatever. It's just one of those it's just one of those Star Wars geek kind of questions like what order are you supposed to watch these movies, right? Uh-huh. And then if we get into TV shows also, then there's another like oh how do you know what order are those too? Mm-hmm. It's a big question. So for that specific question, I mean, it's kind of generic, but I feel like chronological in uh, the order of release date. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's a pretty safe bet, I uh-huh. think. You know, that's a pretty good way to go. So, you know, originals, prequels, and then Disney? Yeah, basically. And I guess if you're going to get super specific, even the uh, the anthology movies sprinkled in between, uh, you know, uh, the, the new ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, that's the way I saw them, and I feel like that's the way they should be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you mentioned... Uh, about like what's the best way to get your significant other into Star Wars? Yeah. That's a dangerous question. (laughs) And I think that's the more important question here than the specific chronology of the movies Uh because like right away when you said that, like how do you get them into this? That's, I think you're going down a dangerous path there because the thinking is like, I want this person to get into Star Wars. Yeah. And I almost think like you shouldn't have that approach because 
I feel like the more you want it to happen, the less likely it will happen, you know? <laughs> I have the same thing with my son, you know? I totally want him to get into the stuff that I'm getting into. And um, I know that if I push stuff onto him too aggressively, yeah, then it simply won't happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that maybe applies even more so with adults, right? Like, you know, we all have friends who, like, give us recommendations for shows or, you know, family members, relatives telling, oh, you got to watch this and that, right? And I'm no, I know I'm not alone when I say when I get that sort of feedback, it makes me want to watch this shit less. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Henry, you got to watch this. You will love it. You, I guarantee you will love it, right? Automatically, I'm like okay, I'm putting this at the bottom of the queue. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. it just, it turns me off. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, with Netflix shows, that happens to me all the time. Like, right. Every time I see, like, on social media or, or something like, you need to watch this new Netflix show or something, I'm just like, ugh, everyone's talking about it. I, I really don't want to. Or then if I do get into it, I have, like, this, like, high bar of expectation because mm-hmm. I'm like, everyone's talking about it. It must be really good. Yeah. And then when it it's like doesn't fit that level for me, I'm like, uh, God, everyone's why is everyone talking about this? Yeah. I see, I don't see the big deal behind it. I 100% agree, and yeah, I liked what you alluded to. It's kind of a a two headed dragon there. One, when you get that sort of feedback, you might be like, oh, I don't even want to watch this at all now. Or two, you watch it, but you have either a high level of expectation. Or you're like you you want to not like it because your your friend like was saying it's so great and you want to like I don't know talk shit about it later uh-huh. to them or something I don't know but uh, either way yeah that can definitely happen where you you oversell something and uh, it's dangerous it is really dangerous and um, yeah, I talked about my son about that my wife too you know. Um, we, we've known each other so long now that neither of us really pushes stuff onto each other now because we know we have that same reaction. Like if one of us is like, oh my God, you got to watch this, then we'll be like, eh, like oh, yeah, like it, it, it's a turn off. It just, it just, uh-huh. just, it doesn't go well. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. Okay. So enough so, said. Okay. So your answer back to the Star Wars question is watch it. On like release dates, to yeah, the in order of release. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A very similar question: If you're trying to get your significant other into, yeah, like Star Wars, would you skip certain parts? Like, for example, a friend brought to me that she wanted to get her significant other into um, Harry Potter, but mm-hmm. the fifth book, the fifth movie, they hate. So they were saying how they wanted to just skip, like, the fifth movie and mm-hmm. just show the rest of them. Is that okay? This is a great question. And before I answer, uh, I don't want to skip your answer on the last one. Do you agree that with the Star Wars movies, you should watch them in the order of release? I'm trying to think. Because I did, I, I did get one of my friends into Star Wars movie, but I don't remember which order we watched it. I don't mm-hmm. remember if we started with the prequels or the original. 
Like, this was around the time when The Force Awakens, because we were, uh, she had never watched any of the Star Wars movies, and so I wanted to get her hyped up for The Force Awakens. I don't remember mm-hmm. if we started with the originals or the prequels first. Like, the other logical sequence is to watch them chronologically in order of when the events of the movies happened, right? So Mm -hmm. mainly is it, do you watch it the original trilogy first or do you watch the prequels first, right? And um, like I said, I like order of release date. I think personally, I think I would, yeah, agree with you. Like watch it when they're like released out, you know? Okay. Because one, I mean, that's just my opinion. Right. But yeah. And, you know, I don't want to go on and on, but if you were to watch the prequels first, that means you would watch The Phantom Menace first. So having that be the first Star Wars thing this person sees, that's bad. <laughs> like, that's a bad start, I think. You know what I mean? I mean, I, that's how I got into Star Wars with Phantom Menace. That's right. That was the that's very right. first Star Wars movie I saw. And yet... You continued on strong. <laughs> so, hey, you know, but I was prove kid, me wrong. But I was a kid when I watched it. So, obviously, just seeing lightsabers was like, oh, my gosh, this there is awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. so, maybe that was the secret. Yeah. I did pay attention to the story plot. So, <laughs> so when we're talking a, na- a, a dating guide, we're talking about adults. So, for, if you're an adult, yeah, let's, uh, let's start with episode four then, right? Okay, enough said. Uh-huh. So... Back to the other question. Would yes. you skip certain parts to get him into, like, a fandom? Like I said earlier, I was explaining the Civil War storyline to him, and he wanted to be like, let's watch it. It's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's not jump right into Civil War so fast. You got all these other movies to watch, but then there's a lot. Yeah. So there are some movies I feel like you could skip around to under not to not get the idea of civil war like you know you could totally skip like thor or iron man 2 or something but then you know that's crucial to other movies and everything yeah um i don't know what's your take on that yeah i like this question because to the average person it's probably not that important right yeah right Uh so for the average person let's say okay, you know, I didn't like the fifth Harry Potter movie and I would recommend to a friend or no, to a person I'm dating, Mm -hmm. they don't watch that one because I didn't like it. That's logical. But we're not talking about an average person, are we? We're talking about a hardcore nerd, right? So if you're hardcore Harry Potter super fan, which I'm not, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I wouldn't consider myself a super fan. But if I was a super fan, there's no way in hell I would say skip such and such movies. No, you have to watch them all. Uh You know, and I'm not saying like, oh, someone I'm dating, you have to watch everything. But I'm not gonna recommend they skip anything. Mm -hmm. Like I would say. Okay, like I'm not forcing you to watch all this stuff, but if you're gonna watch it, like I recommend you watch everything, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, 
you know, I didn't like certain Harry Potter movies, but uh, it's like but it's, leaving out stuff if uh-huh. if you recommend they they skip some movies. You know what it is like? It's like J.J. Abrams trying to make the world forget that The Last Jedi happened <laughs> when he directed Rise of Skywalker, right? It's not right. It happened. You have to acknowledge it. And um, yeah, from like a hardcore geek fandom perspective, there's no way. You have to, to do this. Like, okay, um, a fandom that I am super hardcore into is Marvel, right? The MCU. There's no way I would recommend to anyone that they would skip certain MCU movies, right? Oh, specifically, you know, someone I'm dating, a significant other. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Like, I would be, you know, graceful about it. And, you know, it's like, I'm not going to force you to watch 20 plus movies, like, or, or else, you know. Um, but, uh, I might say like, oh, certain movies are better than others, and some of them I just outright didn't like at all. Um, but uh, you gotta watch the whole thing. Like, uh, a perfect example is in Avengers Endgame, there's that really funny scene when Thor is uh, talking about the ether, right? The reality oh, stone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he makes references to Thor The Dark World, which is yeah. like my least favorite MCU movie. You know, I don't recommend that movie, and yet I would recommend watching that movie. Just so you can understand that content. So you understand yeah. that scene, right? Yeah. And and as like a completionist, you know, I'm not going to recommend to skip anything, right? So <laughs> I could go on and on here, but uh, what's your take on this subject? Uh, you see, that's a hard question. Like I said, when he was like, I'm totally down to watch Civil War, then I was thinking like, well... If he wants to watch it, like, maybe I should just show him, like, the essentials, like, like, maybe Phase 1 and then, like, Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking of the other, because I wasn't thinking, like, Guardians of the Galaxy or Ant-Man. No, wait, no, but Ant-Man is in Civil War. So, I think the the specific scenario, scenario you're painting is... This person you were dating uh-huh. had never seen any MCU movies. None. And um, in your mind, you thought he might like Captain America's Civil War, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, let's watch it. And But you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just watch it. Uh-huh. You know, there's you got to lead up to it. Yeah. At least with, I don't know, at least with the Captain America movies, right? Yeah. And probably more than that. Yeah. Like, so I was just thinking of at the time, like the essentials to like, understand because i mean there's that whole scene too like in the beginning where um the general like shows like all the scenes about like from avengers one avengers two yeah yeah winter soldier about like what leads to civil war and everything yeah so that's what that's what in my head i was thinking of and i i back that thinking all the way you know (laughs) like i said to the average person no, you know, you don't have to watch everything, but like, it's almost like I can't consider myself a true fan of this particular fandom if I don't recommend it all. Mm-hmm. And that, 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 that goes to a bigger question. That's like um, looking at the world through rose-colored glasses or something. Like, I only acknowledge the good stuff. Like, 
that is bullshit. I think we have to acknowledge everything. Like, this whole sweeping stuff under the rug, I'm totally against it. Like, I love the fact that Avenger, Avengers Endgame referenced Thor The Dark World, and I don't like how Rise of Skywalker pretended like The Last Jedi didn't happen. I don't like how... Uh, Superman Returns only acknowledged mm-hmm. Superman 1 and 2. You know? Like, that's bullshit to me. Acknowledge everything. <laughs> that's just me. Okay. What about if you're seeing someone and they understand, like, um, you're a big, like, Marvel fan, for example, and you tell them, you ask him, oh, who's your favorite Marvel character? And they say, um, I don't know, they say Spider-Man or something like that. And they, you ask him, what do you like about Spider-Man? And then they say something like, oh, um, that he is a good guy. I don't know, something very vague, not even specific. You can tell that they're bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. Is that healthy for that kind of relationship that they're making an effort to like something that you like or that they're lying to <laughs> kind of make you like them? This is a great question. You know, the, the, the setup to the question was very intriguing because I'm just like in my mind thinking of myself in my younger years dating someone and the topic of a favorite Marvel character comes up and, you know, this young lady (laughs) I'm out to dinner with says Spider-Man. Like, this would be like a dream come true to me. Like, I'd be so fucking (laughs) excited, right? (laughs) Um, But then to find out it was just bullshit. Yeah. That she was just like trying to like, feed me an answer i wanted to hear mm-hmm. oh man that is would be it, is that is that okay is that okay that they're making the effort to try to like get your approval or is that like <laughs> wrong it's for is that a red flag that they're lying about trying to get your approval that would that would be pretty crushing to hear that that golden answer up front and then to sort of come to the realization that it was just it was just like lies yeah you know (laughs) i don't know Uh, that's uh the the way you paint it it does sound kind of sweet you know like Uh this person is trying to make me happy and they're they're genuinely like interested and like you know in my interest Mm -hmm. i would totally appreciate that you know I might follow that up by saying, like, you know what? You don't have to, like, make this up. I'm glad you're, like, thinking of me. But, uh-huh. you know, just just be just be real, you know. Um, if at that point the bullshit continues, then there might be an issue. But up front, I think that's really sweet. I think I would uh-huh. totally appreciate that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about you? <laughs> I'm trying to really think. Um, I think I would i would be like okay i see yeah i appreciate it but then i'd be like okay 
Since you really don't know, on our next date, since you owe me that you've been lying to me this whole time, on our next date, we're going to watch this so you can understand what it actually is. And you don't have to, like, lie next time. (laughs) I'll be like, like, that's the least you can owe me. (laughs) That's a great answer because, yeah, it's like, okay, I appreciate you're making effort. Um but you're lying (laughs) and and almost as punishment for that like okay now let's go to school like i have to educate you let's get this right that's Uh that's great okay what about um if there was a difference in fandoms like like we all know we're big marvel fans and you're seeing someone who's like a big hardcore dc fan or something like stars versus star trek just different fandoms gryffindor versus slytherin can that work can that work interesting question and a little bit different than a lot of the stuff we've been talking about right because in this case both sides there is fandom right neither mm-hmm. side is, is a a geek fandom noob right mm-hmm. both of them are into shit yeah. Right. And as it so happens, like opposing fandoms. Right. So you're talking like a DC fan dating a Marvel fan or a Star Trek fan dating a Star Wars fan, something like that. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is a big question, an age old question for sure. Um, yeah. I think kind of going back to can a nerd date a non nerd? Yes, that can work. And yes, I think this can work too. Mm hmm. To a degree, you know, like, um, I think it's funny whenever you see, like, audience shots at, like, a sporting event where, like, there's a couple and one person is decked out in one team's colors and then the other person is wearing the opposing yeah, team's colors, you know? Like Giants and Dodgers. Yeah, it's, really, it's, <laughs> it's always funny. Um, but there lies the proof, right? It it does work and we see it all the time, right? Um and then what team would the kid be? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. That's a, that's a whole nother question for a different podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, uh, you know, okay, A, we've seen it. It it does work. And B, you know, like, I think this goes back to some of the stuff I said earlier. It can be like opposites attract, complementary interests, that sort of thing. Um, you know, a relationship can get kind of boring if both sides are into all the same shit, right? Yeah. It can be a little bit uh, stimulating to have these debates, you know, like, I think it'd be cool. Like, you know, um, my wife is totally not into comic books like I am. I think it'd be kind of cool if she was totally into DC, you know? Mm-hmm. We could be having these debates of, like, who would win in a fight, Captain America or Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if we had that kind of conversation on, like, a weekly basis, that'd be hella interesting <laughs> to me. So, yeah, totally. I think uh, that kind of thing can work. Mm-hmm. What about you? No, I agree. I mean, ask, if you were to ask me this when I was a teenager, I would have been like, no. I would dump him. Right yeah. <laughs> no, but... Um, <laughs> that's the immature side of me no but like you said it would be it would definitely make things more interesting more fun i feel like um definitely fun 
then this way like if you're not into like a certain fandom then the person can show you be like okay well why aren't you into them oh because they this is so like for kids and everything well then you should check this out for yeah, example yeah. like like for me um yeah i was not into dc for the longest time and i don't know how i got i mean i'm still not into it but there's like i'm a bit more open to it and um yeah they're certain like characters i'm like okay they're an interesting bunch like wonder woman for example um like i said i'm torn marvel fan but wonder woman can kick ass she she's a lot better than captain marvel i'll say that (laughs) see there you go Uh you know you bring up a good point it can be good for us to get the counterpoint right yeah to sort of get a bigger picture on things right it, it can be a good thing yeah yeah okay what about this is like a specific like fandom you're both into game of thrones you're casually talking and everything you're talking about like who's your favorite character and all that you ask him who did you want to be on the throne for game of thrones and they say someone like i don't know like ramsey is that like a red flag to understand who they are as a person or or would you be interested and be like, okay, why do you say that? Or would you be like right away? Like this person's psychotic for thinking <laughs> that Ramsey should be on the iron throne. Yeah. I mean, the example you bring up Ramsey Bolton is pretty frightening because that is one of the most despicable characters in pop culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And to hear that someone would want them to be on the Iron Throne at the end of the series, I'm sure it could be pretty scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think something like that is such a big deal. Like the, the example you bring up is a little disturbing. And uh, I think some more evaluation would be needed after this comment <laughs> was made was made uh-huh. you know like why is that exactly like uh-huh. you know uh, if the answer is on maybe like a deeper level then like oh i just like you know guys who rape girls or something <laughs> like that like whoa that's a huge red flag obviously right uh-huh. but um but if it's like, oh, I just like, I just, I like to root for the bad guy because like the bad guys are kind of like the underdogs to me. Like something like that might be like, oh yeah, I can understand where you're coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, it can be a little dangerous to be like associating a real person to characters that they like, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people watched the joker movie a lot of people really enjoyed the joker movie um but i don't think we can say like millions of people in the world are like this character right Mm -hmm. um like just because they liked that character doesn't mean they are the character right Mm -hmm. so um yeah, the, the, you have to be. You have to separate that. You have to separate that. So, um, I, I don't think a comment like that is is too concerning. Okay. What do you think? Um. Yeah, definitely. I think I agree with you. I would instead of jumping to conclusion right away, I'd be like, hmm, 
interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say that? And then just hear them out and everything. Um, if they get if they say something like I can relate to that character, I'd be like, really? How? Explain mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Did you also like? hold a girl down or something yeah <laughs> like, yeah please continue <laughs> tell me more <laughs> yeah. um but um no i think i would be interested like yeah that's not i would just be interested i'd be f- fascinated i guess by yeah. that comment but it's not a deal breaker i would say maybe agreed okay what is the number one like nerdy thing someone like your partner, significant other, just even someone you were dating that they could do to be like, oh my gosh, like you, you're like the perfect match for me. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah. I I, th- I think every, every geek has something like this in mind, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if I only met if only i could meet someone who like such and such or has done this and that right uh, or can like i don't know like quote star wars <laughs> movies or yeah like oh man there, there's so many like I, i'm a fan of so much shit that like i for me i don't think it would take that much you know <laughs> like there, there's so there's so much stuff that i really love that like yeah like like quoting a movie that i love or like the example you gave earlier of like, oh, um, let's talk about, oh, you like Marvel? Uh, like, uh, who's your favorite Marvel character? And like, they, if they said Spider-Man, I'd just be like, oh my God, yeah where have you been all my life? <laughs> you know, um, there's there, there's too many to mention for me. Like, uh-huh. oh, maybe you could list some of yours and I can like brainstorm. Oh, man. Um, yeah, if they were, I, I think number one would be like, if they could like just know everything about I don't know if they were just I guess a big Marvel fan I think that's already a huge plus because I'm so used of like talking to like friends or yeah a natural an average like Marvel movie fan and having to like explain like oh like yeah like for example like um uh infinity war or something like oh yeah this happened in this movie which led up to these kind of events and stuff but and they already know that i don't have to explain myself i'm like okay you're on my level like you're awesome (laughs) yeah (laughs) like yeah yeah. like yeah i think not having to explain myself when it comes to like comic book stuff is i think really awesome that's the nerd dream right you're with someone who like understands you yeah right they you don't have to like oh uh, let me give you the backstory like yeah they already know it right that's uh-huh. cool okay I, I i had some extra thoughts here like the, the the whole thing about like oh spider-man's your favorite character oh my god that's amazing that actually to me now that i think about it more is very cool but like not like the ultimate right why do i say that because spider-man is such a well-known character he's like huge right i think that like the real dream is to be with someone who knows like obscure shit you're into yeah right if they know like all the niche stuff like the the really like the super hardcore stuff 
then that's really special, right? So I, I've stated a number of times on the show that I'm a huge fan of Edgar Wright, the director. And um, I, I wouldn't consider him like an obscure filmmaker, but, you know, certainly like not super mainstream. Um, but like if someone I was dating was able to like quote lines from his movies or like no obscure references, like that's like, that's the dream. You know, that really is the dream, I think. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Also for me, another big thing that it's like, I guess like a huge like turn on is when I see like, you know, because I'm on, like, dating apps and everything, and, like, on Tinder, and I, if I see, like, them have, like, tattoos, geeky tattoos or something, I'm like, okay, mm. that's awesome. That's already, like, a big, like, huge, like, plus. Yeah. That's kind of along the lines of what, I'm t- of what I'm talking about. Like, if this person shows signs of being as hardcore a geek as I am, yeah, like you said, total turn on right um you know additional points if it's like the shit i'm into but you know like we were saying earlier uh, it doesn't have to be all the same stuff right so yeah i kind of like your your example of like tattoos like maybe not even tattoos of stuff that i'm super into but if i see like oh my god like this person is a total geek and you know into some shit that maybe i'm not into but like it's almost like there's this shared understanding. Yeah. Like, oh, you, 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 you'll get me because yeah. I, from seeing what I'm seeing now, I'll, I'm gonna get you, right? <laughs> so that's cool. Uh-huh. That that definitely is cool. Okay. So you guys see eye to eye on some few things. What would you describe as your perfect like nerdy geeky date? Or yeah, the perfect nerd date. Wow, that's a good question. Would it be going to a midnight premiere? Uh, going to Comic Con together? Like, what do you think is like the best like nerdy date? Going to a comic store, getting a few comics, and then like reading them together. This is a tough one. I think it kind of depends. You know, like at what stage of the relationship are you in let's say the beginning in the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah yeah in the beginning and maybe even later down the line i almost feel like the dates shouldn't be too nerdy no yeah but let's just say like just like the biggest like romantic gesture or whatever it's valentine's day <laughs> and you guys well okay now you bring up an interesting situation now you're saying that this person this is like early on and it's valentine's day yeah that's tough man because you know how that can go uh-huh. right okay yeah okay, not for, well <laughs> forget, uh, forget i said it's valentine's day but let's just say like uh what would you like your own personal thing want like the perfect like nerdy date to be you know maybe it's because it's fresh in my mind but you brought up like um things that a person can say or do that get you really excited yeah Uh so like let's say i'm like just starting to date this person and like to me the dream date wouldn't be like 
going to an MCU premiere or like going to like a freaking comic convention together. <laughs> that's like that's, that's, that's down the line, <laughs> man, right? That's when you guys are like committed. Yeah, <laughs> but early on, like it would just be like any other date. Like it'd be a good date. Like I don't know, we're out to a nice restaurant enjoying a meal, having good conversation. But then like the nerd component would be like um like yeah, oh um you know the the subject of like like I said Edgar Wright would come up and then we'd start talking about that and then like this the whole discovery like oh my god she knows as much about these movies as I do and yeah. she's as into this shit as I do and she's able to quote lines from Scott Pilgrim versus the world or some shit right like that would be the dream date that that would be it you know it it doesn't have to be like um like fancy we wouldn't have to be at like a superhero themed bar or it wouldn't have to be like free comic book day or some shit like just just a normal date where like some something magical like that happens like mm-hmm. that would be the dream for me yeah mm-hmm. what about you i think for me it would either be like okay i guess i have like two answers to this if it was during the day like we we both had the day off i would say like Definitely go to a comic book store and just pick out a few comics and just read read them, like have our own time to read them and then just talk about like what we got and everything. But if it was like night, like just a date like after work or something, then it'll totally be like just like a nice dinner, nice bottle of wine and then just put on like some kind of like um, a movie or show that both were into like daredevil or something like that (laughs) that's cool yeah Uh, i'd be like this is like the life (laughs) oh i like it i like what you're bringing up oh the the idea of going on a date to a comic book store is pretty cool but then also like let's say something happens where you know we're just kind of flipping through stuff and um maybe she pulls out like a graphic novel and then i can't take a look and uh you know i'm like oh wait, what's that and she like shows it to me and it's like sin city i'm like oh my god that's like one of my all-time <laughs> favorite comics and and if she said like me too oh my god yeah, that'd be like <laughs> so freaking awesome right mm-hmm. so yeah that's cool it's like you know fantasy moments like that are pretty pretty cool to think of Uh all right go ahead okay what else you got what about if okay this is um the scenario is like what if they're not geeky whatsoever um at what point in the relationship do you like bring out your nerdy self like do you like (laughs) like for me for example like uh, in my room is covered in like fan art posters from like all the cons I visited and everything. Mm-hmm. All my comic con, all my comics that I've collected throughout the years are there. It is like a nerd cave, but yeah. I hate bringing <laughs> um, dates over for like the first or second one because then I feel like 
Like, I feel like they're, like, just, like, overwhelmed, or I feel like they're going to be overwhelmed and be like, mm-hmm. what is all this? Like, or is this, like, this looks like a kid's room or something. And I, for me, it's not until, like, the third or fourth, I would say. Um, just because then by then they would know how much I'm into it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'd casually just be like, yeah, I'm into this, I'm into this. Um, but... That I think, yeah, that that's the answer to my question around like the third or fourth date. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, yeah, this is a good one. Good question. I think, uh, you know, I talked about my background a bit. Like I've been married a long time. So mm-hmm. this question hasn't really been in my mind for <laughs> a long time. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, you know... I think a lot about what we talk about a lot and that's how it's kind of cool to be a nerd now right it's mm-hmm. not so shameful anymore and um i think it's it's okay to be pretty open about these sorts of things um I'm trying to think okay so it might depend a bit on who you're seeing Oh, you're saying it's a total non-nerd, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah, you might want to be a little careful there. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to think that, you know, whoever I'm seeing, I would be very open to their interests. If they're not into all this geek fandom stuff, I would be open to like, oh, so, you know, what are you into? What, what, what gets you excited? What are you passionate about? And, you know... And the hope would be they would reciprocate, like they would be really interested in like all the stuff that I'm passionate about, and I could be pretty open about it pretty early on, you know. Um, yeah, I think for me it'd be a little earlier, you know. Maybe not hit him, you know, with, with the haymaker in the first <laughs> date, but I don't know. Second date, if we agreed to a second date, like I'd like to think I could be like my true self Uh and not and i wouldn't be too worried about like scaring them off you know like in the end like it's uh it's just uh it's just like hobbies and interests i mean okay what we're into is more than just a hobby (laughs) this is this is a lifestyle okay you know but but uh I'd like to think I'd be super open to it. And you know what? Like, this maybe is good advice generally, just generally speaking, of course. But um, if the person you're dating is turned off fairly early on, maybe it wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean? Because, like, let's say, Okay, I'm I'm starting off pretty early. Second date. Okay, let's say third date. If on the third date you're like, this is who I am. Check out my posters. Check out my comic collection. Yeah. And this person is like, okay, this is a freak show. I'm out of here, right? Um, maybe that's not a, such a bad thing because uh, maybe you just sort of cut the cord early. Because if they if they got spooked out on the third date from that you know, like long-term, it's probably not going to work out anyway kind of thing. You know what I mean? Ooh. So anyhow, that's that's where I'm at. That's your take. Yes. Okay. Um, so what if, like, you're, you guys get into a show together 
and either okay there's kind of like this is like a two-part question one your partner starts like watching the show ahead without you which, mm. is, which is a pretty shitty thing to do that's <laughs> not good <laughs> um and how would you feel about that like them like watching it ahead without you would you be just like upset or you just be like okay i'll catch up or whatever and two, they like kind of. I. I don't want. I don't want to say they accidentally spoil something for you. Like, let's say you're like I don't know, um, two episodes behind in Game of Thrones, and then they're like, "This person died" or something. You're like, "What? I'm not that far yet." Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Uh, how? What? What would you do in that kind of relationship? This is a very timely topic because in the current age of streaming and in particular Netflix Mm -hmm. that drops full seasons all at once, this kind of thing happens all the time, right? Back in the day, you know, you wouldn't be able to binge stuff because they didn't drop shows all at once Mm -hmm. and uh you know going way back um you had to watch stuff live right um so there's this wasn't a concern right skipping ahead (laughs) there was no skipping ahead that wasn't physically possible but now it's very possible and um yeah it can be a sore spot right because um if you're both into the same show the thinking is like, oh, we're all on our individual schedules and like I'm busy as it is. I, I just I have to watch when I can watch. Right. And maybe that means I'll be a little bit ahead of you on something um, or like I can't watch certain shows like only with you because I just have only so many hours in the day where I can watch <laughs> TV. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, complicated very complicated right you know like um and it it shouldn't be that frustrating when when uh when your better half is like ahead of you but there's something about that isn't there like that's oh that that, it hurts (laughs) you're like wait you're you're ahead of me yeah that's not fair even if they don't spoil it just knowing they're like oh i I just watched one episode you can you can watch it i'll watch it again with you like that's 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 the the canned answer right i'll watch it with you it's okay but it still hurts right it's betrayal right like how dare you (laughs) dare you skip ahead this is a hard thing (laughs) right and like yeah maybe there's a shared experience like oh i I wanted to watch this for the first time with you yeah right Mm -hmm. so that's tricky i think in this day and age, you have to have some leeway. You have to have some flexibility. There, there are so many ways you can watch shows. You can watch on your phone. And people are busy, and I, I think you just have to cut people slack. Now, with the spoiler thing, though, yeah, that that's that's a little tougher, I think, because that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiling should not be happening, and. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, if I was watching a show I really loved, let's say, uh, I don't know, you brought up Daredevil. Yeah, like Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that last season was awesome, right? Season three, yeah. Um, like right in the thick of it, I get like some spoiler dropped on me. Um, I'm not saying like I would like end things, <laughs> but dude, I'm gonna be honest, I'd be hella pissed. That would that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so I think spoilers and uh, watching ahead are a little bit uh, different categories here. Um, but with spoilers in particular, I think, yeah, it could be a problem. It's more of a more strong portrayal. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about going back to Comic-Con? Cute couple, nerdy couple at costume ideas. What's the best ones you could think of? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, this is pretty common, right? The team-ups. Yeah. You know, a lot. There are a lot of group cosplays, groups of friends. But yes, yeah, certainly there are uh, couples who teamed up. And uh, I can speak to this because my wife and I did do a team cosplay That's uh, one time. Yeah, and um, it's kind of funny what we did in retrospect because. I was Captain America and she was the Winter Soldier. <laughs> so there's a kind of a funny subtext there, right? Because there are, you know, Cap and Bucky shippers yeah. out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of funny. Um, and uh, yeah, for, for that little kind of uh, subtext, the, uh, the fan fiction of those two characters, uh, that's a good one, right? I think that's good, Cap and Bucky, for a couple to do. And, um, like, the whole male-female thing is fine with, like, Bucky's got long hair. I don't know. You know, it just kind of works, I think. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think that's a good example because it's one that's not obvious. It's not, like, Cap and Peggy. It's not Han and Leia. Mm -hmm. You know, those are almost, like, too obvious, right? But, like, a Cap and Bucky... That's like, okay, ooh, homoerotic undertones. You know, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe some pairings that are, are not the obvious choices, th- that's pretty cool to me, mm-hmm. right? How about you? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> um, I know you said this is, like, very, like, mainstream or whatever, but mm-hmm. me and my ex, we did go once as Princess Leia and Han Solo. Oh, yeah? I was I dressed up <laughs> as Princess Leia, and he was Han Solo. It was for this, like, uh, Sour Symphony event. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, see, that's cool. Like, that even was- though the characters are kind of basic... The fact that you're sort of like gender swapping yeah. and that sort of thing, that's hella cool. That's uh-huh. awesome. But I do like your Captain America and um, Winter Soldier idea. Right on. Power Rangers, I think, is a cool one. Red and Pink Ranger or there Green and Pink Ranger, whoever you, whoever <laughs> you want to ship. <laughs> you know, I think um, cosplaying together, you know, for me and my wife, it was, it was a little weird. Um but anytime I see that sort of thing, I think it's cool, you know, like it's like kind of like what we were saying earlier, like this whole like, oh, you get me and I get you. When I see couples cosplaying together, I feel like they have that really special connection, uh-huh. right? They like they really get each other like, you know, in this sea of humanity, like this all these people in the world like these two people found each other and they're like kindred spirits or something right yeah that's that's pretty cool 
Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, speaking of costumes, what about... Would you bring out your nerdy fantasy and be do roleplay for foreplay? Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is after hours. <laughs> this is the hard-hitting question, right? <laughs> so a lot of these questions are like, you know, some of the, the subtext is, is, oh, like, okay, did I experience these things? Um, like, what's my take on them based on my past experience, right? So uh-huh. for this one, I got to be honest, hasn't happened. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but this is this has not happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, this has never happened. And I think this kind of goes back to like that dream date question you brought up. Like it's mm-hmm. never been like, okay, ooh, let's go to let's go on a date to Comic Con <laughs> or let's uh I don't know, like a date, like some like special geeky occasion kind of date. Like it just uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe like maybe I'm a little boring that way maybe. Like my passions are like like, you know, really important to me mm-hmm. and um I'm really into the stuff I'm into, but I'm not into it to the point where like it has to seep into other aspects of my life like uh-huh. dating or like sexual situations, you yeah. know? So th- that's just not me. Yeah. So I, I can't speak too much to that. Um, but I think the, the question is more like, would that, would that turn off the non-nerd in the relationship? Is that no, kind of what you're saying? No, I'm just asking if, uh, uh, yeah, would you be, no, like if you would be open to it or whatever. Okay, would, would either side be open yeah. to that sort of thing? Uh-huh. Well, based on my my long history of not doing it, I <laughs> guess my answer is no. Um, I wouldn't either, honestly. No? Like, no. I, I've definitely been asked that just because everyone knows how nerdy I am. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. That's, <laughs> like, that's weird, right? Uh, like, I've definitely got asked, like, if they would dress up as, like, spider-man and be peter <laughs> parker and i'm like as much as i love peter parker no that's just a hard yeah that's just oh god no <laughs> like no i would <laughs> no yeah yeah i am you know I, I it's it's for some people perhaps right for, for that for each their own yeah uh-huh. it's sort of like good for you not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Not my kind of yeah. Thing. No. Like I, I'm just kind of thinking. Like I have to be honest. You know, there there are fictional characters that I am like turned on from. Uh-huh. Like I am like aroused from whatever you want to call it. Um, but no, never would I want to like have take that to the bedroom. Yeah. In <laughs> this in this situation, like have some sort of like cosplay role play <laughs> like yeah that's just no that's too weird man that's too weird yeah all right uh-huh. um yeah that's so that's all of our questions we went through. oh we got through them huh uh-huh not bad do you have any other questions 
I don't think I have any other questions. I'm just kind of curious, like, not that we've talked about it. Like, how are your feelings about this, uh, this subject? Dating a nerd? Yeah. We ask for a lot, I guess. We have high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're dating someone. It's true. <laughs> like, I, maybe, I, maybe this is from our own experience, just our own answers and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have high expectations. <laughs> yeah, it it is true. It, from uh-huh. from what we've talked about, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, it's not easy being with people like us. <laughs> like, I I think back to the the answer I gave about like, oh can you skip over certain Harry Potter movies or whatever? And my, my answer was basically no, right? Yeah. You know, well, there's a caveat of like, okay, like I don't want to like force anyone to do anything, but um, yeah, man, like this shit is important to me. And there's no way, like I said earlier, there's no way I would say like, oh, you can skip certain MCU movies. Like my recommendation is if you're going to do it, Go all the way. Go all the way. <laughs> and maybe you won't like them all. I certainly didn't like them all. But uh, get the full experience, you know. And, um, you know, maybe that's a little microcosm of what we're talking about. Like, if you're really into a fandom, you you are all in, right? You aren't, like, half-assing it. You can't be like, oh, wow, like, I really like uh, Marvel stuff, but it's okay to skip such and such and you know like if you're all in you're all in Mm -hmm. but okay going off that question would you commit to someone who like let's say was also like a dc fan and was like you have to watch all these like let's just say justice league was gonna be good oh you're saying like can i take my own medicine sort of thing would you (laughs) watch all those dc movies like for better or worse like Man of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Great question. Yeah, you know, like, when I say, you know, I would recommend the person I'm seeing see all MCU movies, the expectation isn't necessarily, like, that they will do it or they have to do it, right? Like I said, I'm not forcing forcing it onto them, you know, by any means. It's just my recommendation. And and similarly, if the person I'm dating is a huge DC fan and they're saying, I recommend you seeing the entire DCEU catalog. Yeah. Um, my hope would be that that's just kind of their hope and their recommendation. And it's not like them forcing their will onto me. Uh-huh. Right. Um, that said, I think fair is fair. Okay. Right. So... That's a perfect example, like the DC and Marvel thing, right? If I said I'm recommending that you watch all the MCU movies and and this person is like, well, I'm saying you should see all the DC movies, right? Well, if that's the situation, then I sure as hell shouldn't be upset if she hasn't watched all the MCU movies, if I haven't watched all the DC movies, right? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that balance. You know, fair is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we covered a lot of territory, um, and we kind of whizzed through it. Not too bad. We're going a little long, but not as long as I thought we might. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe we can end it on 
kind of a fun note. This popped in my head when we were thinking mm -hmm. up this episode. Yes. Um, but uh, since this is a Valentine's-themed episode, the thought of what are the most romantic moments in geek movies came to mind. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on like particularly romantic mo uh, moments in geek movies? Are there any romantic moments in <laughs> geek movies? Because tr traditionally, these are action-packed and um, not so much on the uh, on the date movie side of the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so, what do you think? I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think of like who are like couples in like comic book movies right i mean it's not a big thing you it know isn't. like like it's, it's like characters like, coupling up it doesn't happen a lot uh-huh it's know? all it's all like action-packed and everything it's more action-oriented uh-huh yeah um yeah, honestly sorry no nothing's popping <laughs> too much. i mean if you have one go ahead yeah i had a few and then let me think about it so, one I thought of was the upside down kiss in Spider Man One. That's cute. It's pretty iconic, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of it is my love for this movie. I do love this movie, and I wouldn't say this particular moment is like one of the greatest moments in superhero cinema, but. Uh, it is a cool, iconic moment. And yeah, it's very romantic, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's cool that it integrates Spider-Man's powers. Like, he's upside down, right? He's hanging from his web. Mm -hmm. And it also shows Mary Jane very happy. You know, she's super excited that yeah. this happens, right? Um, so it's a character moment. And it sort of stay tr stays true to the Spider-Man character because um, Spider-Man has a big kiss. It should be different, right? You know, he's hanging from a thread. He's upside down. It's, it is like definitive Spider-Man. So I, I think it's cool that like it speaks to the character and it's like a character driving moment also. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought of two. Okay. Okay. They're both emotional, <laughs> emotional scenes. My first one um, that came to mind was um, Infinity War, when Thanos comes to collect the Mind Stone from Vision, and mm -hmm. then um, Vision and Wanda like kind of have like that like moment like she doesn't want to like kill him or anything like destroy the stone. Yeah. And just because I love Scarlet Witch, I was like, I love, love, love her. So any scene that was like um, involved there, I liked. But it, I like that scene, how she knew what had to be done, but at the same time, it was so hard for her. Yep. Um, so I love that scene, really emotional. And then another scene that's so much of that was... Um, which I forgot what season it was, but it was in Stranger Things when Eleven has to close the portal. Mm -hmm. I think it was two. Yeah, I think it was two. When, yeah, she has to close the portal, and what's the 
kid's name, the one that Eleven likes? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Finn? Well, that's the uh, oh, that's the, actor's the actor's name. name. Yeah. Um, Here, but, I'll pull it up. Uh, but you know that scene where like she has to close the portal and he's like, no. Yeah, no. Mike. Mike Wheeler. Mike. Yeah. And he's like, you'll get destroyed and whatever. And then she's like, no, but I have to do it. I have to do it. Yep. I don't know why. Why, <laughs> why like, the self-sacrificing scenes, like, the most romantic ones? Right. <laughs> I have a dark side. Well, that's, that's like, that makes sense to me, you know? Like, that's the ultimate romantic gesture. Yeah. Sacrificing yourself for the person you love, right? Uh-huh. Um. Another one I thought of, and again, it's Spider-Man related, but uh, the end of Far From Home was very romantic in a very cutesy kind of way. But uh, when Peter and MJ meet on the bridge in London, it's a very, very cutesy, uh, heartwarming moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because... uh, a, a crazy action set piece just happened uh but then this very uh human uh romantic moment happens between these two characters and it kind of showed the movie wasn't so much about spider-man and mysterio and um uh these these huge world-changing events it was more about these two kids falling in love right so um pretty cool Mm. and uh we are leaving out probably the most romantic geeky moment of all time uh it's star wars <laughs> you know what i'm talking about is it the han solo and princess leia yes uh, empire strikes back yeah, empire strikes right back. when han says what he says i love you no princess leia says i love you and then han says i know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we would be uh, we'd be very wrong to to leave that out of of the uh, the Valentine's weekend episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, any last thoughts about our nerd dating guide here? I mean, like I said, it. It was fun having having this episode and everything. Yeah. Going back to how it started, would I continue? Is a relationship still worth going for if they're not into, like, your references? Oh, God, that would be hard. <laughs> would I try to make it work? I think so. I think, uh, I think if the partner was interested into it i think that's cool because they're showing that they're interested in the world that you're into Mm -hmm. but then it's also cool because then you get to also like relive like those like for me no matter how many times i watch a movie when i watch something with someone and it's their first time it's cool to see how they react to it and stuff yeah like I remember. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Uh, it yeah, it is. It's just like, ooh, what? How are you gonna react to this part or whatever? Right, right. Like, um. So I think like yeah, if they're totally gonna like, like you said, I think it could work if they were totally like gonna be like, okay, I see that this is a big part of your world, 
and I totally want to get into it and they totally want to try to get invested into it, I think that's worth pursuing the relationship. But if they're totally turned off and they're like, I don't get this at all, I honestly don't know if that would work then for me. I didn't think it would be a big deal, but for me, it's just like, it's a big part of my world. And if you can't understand it or don't like it, then it's like, you know, like besides like not even the knowledge, it's like doing outside of activities of like going to like midnight premieres or going to Comic-Con. Like I would like to experience that with a partner also. Right. And for them to be like, oh, I'm not really into that. It's just like, mm, like, I don't know. How can you make that work out? That's my last yeah. deep intake on that. Yeah, it's tricky. It's, it is tricky. I guess, yeah, for me, yeah, it'll be a deal breaker in a relationship. I didn't think it was until I met this person. <laughs> uh, now, do you think it's been therapeutic for you to talk through the stuff we've talked through? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely been fun. Um, definitely, I think, gives me some, like, things to, like, to know, like, don't um, insert my nerdy self into this person, but definitely gave me some ideas of what to do for like dates and stuff. Oh, good. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> In case they weren't into that or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, talking through some of this stuff, it's been pretty fascinating. You know, like, I think it is important to not force your interest onto anyone. Really, uh-huh. um, but yeah, particularly like your significant other, right? Yeah. I think uh, that that is important. But at the same time, and this might be my my take for you, particularly for yeah. for you, and that's to not be afraid of being who you are. You know, mm-hmm. like you you paint this picture of this room that's just filled with posters and comics. And I I sense there's a little bit of shame there. And I I feel like there shouldn't be. Like, this should be, like, I'm not saying it should be, like, you know, the first thing you start with and you just, like, this is me, world. But it it, it certainly shouldn't be something that you want to keep hidden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I've known you for a while now, and, and both you and I are really into this stuff and it's to the point where uh it's important to us yeah right and anything important to us never mind geek fandoms or whatever it can be uh sewing or car racing or who knows what like everyone has interests right but if you're really into something to the point where it is important in your life that shouldn't stay hidden right so um, on on a couple levels, you know, like uh, if it's important to you, the person you're dating should know. You know, they should know. Like, be, just because like you want to, or upfront, you know, kind of get a feel for like what's important 
in this person's life, you know? And if, if it's this important, they should know, you know, even early on, they should know. And then if they don't know, then later on, it can be a problem, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, we're talking like, okay, fourth, fifth, sixth day down the line, months pass. And then, and then they see your room and it's like, what the fuck? Like, who is this guy? You know, <laughs> yeah. th- that, then it can be a problem. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I know. I, it's like I've been out of this game for a while, so it's it's like easier for me to talk about it. I know it's it's harder to live it, but uh, I know it can be kind of scary to like kind of open yourself to a person you don't know that well. But uh, shoot, if it's that important to you, you know, like it can it can be harmful to hide it for too long. You yeah, know? you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So with that, I think we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Porfirio and Henry.